In the following video, I will talk about the enzyme inhibition. The illustration shows an enzyme with a substrate and an inhibitor. They both compete for the active site. On this slide, at first we have the enzyme inhibition, which plays an important role within the cell in controlling the rate of different reactions. Enzyme inhibitions tell us something about the structure and function of biological catalysts. Enzymes need to be regulated, and one method of regulating enzymes is via reversible inhibition. Enzyme inhibitors are small molecules and ions capable of binding to enzymes in order to reduce their catalytic activity, without damaging the enzyme's protein structure. As we recall the illustration now, we know that the binding of an inhibitor can stop a substrate from entering the enzyme's active site. So, as the name suggests, the inhibition can be reversed when the inhibitor is removed because in reversible inhibition, an enzyme is not permanently inhibited. Reversible inhibitors bind non-covalently to enzymes, meaning no sharing of electrons. The non-covalent interactions between the inhibitors and enzymes include hydrogen bonds, hydrophobic interactions, and ionic bonds. Many of these weak bonds combine to produce strong binding. Reversible inhibitors can be easily removed. There are three major types of reversible inhibition processes, competitive inhibition, non-competitive inhibition, and uncompetitive inhibition. I am focusing more on the type competitive inhibition, but I will also explain the other types I mentioned before. In competitive inhibition, the inhibitor is very similar in shape to the normal substrate. As the illustration shows, the substrate and the competitor compete for the active site of the enzyme. Now the inhibitor binds to the active site to form an inhibitor enzyme complex. This reduces the number of enzyme molecules available for the substrate molecules. As a result, the reaction rate slows down. The concentration of the substrate increases, however, the maximal velocity remains unchanged. The example, therefore, is the enzyme alcohol dehydrogenase in the presence of ethanol. ADH for short is the enzyme that breaks apart the alcohol molecule. Most of the ethanol in the body is broken down in the liver. Ethanol competes with methanol for the active site. Ethanol is an intoxicating substance in drinking alcohol and on the other hand, methanol is a chemical that the human body breaks down into toxic substances. As ethanol is added, less methanol can bind to alcohol dehydrogenase's active sites. The equation I wrote down explains that in first step is the ethanol oxidized and ADH metabolizes alcohol to acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde is a highly toxic substance which in second step is further metabolized down to another less active byproduct called acetate. In non-competitive reversible inhibition, the inhibitor does not compete with the substrate for the active site, as in competitive inhibition. As such, the maximal velocity is reduced and the concentration of the substrate remains unchanged. As an example, the amino acid alanine inhibits the enzyme pyruvate kinase. 
Lastly, uncompetitive inhibitors bind to the enzyme at the same time as the enzyme's substrate. However, the binding of the inhibitor affects the binding of the substrate. In this case, both the maximal velocity and the concentration of the substrate decreases. Inhibition of intestinal alkaline phosphatase by phenylalanine is an example of it. What I learned is that the reversible inhibitors are characterized by a rapid dissociation from the enzyme and their inhibition activity can be easily reversed.